Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. This is your old friend, Johnny Mays, saying welcome aboard. Hey, have you ever heard of this term, a Bedian birthday? B-E-D-D-I-A-N, Bedian birthday. Well, we've all had one probably, or at least some of you are getting close to it. A Bedian birthday occurs when your age is turning to the same number as the last two digits of your birth year. For example, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. I was born in 1944, so I experienced my Bedian birthday when I turned 44. That was back in the year of, wow, 1988. Man, I've heard it said many times, time flies when you're having fun, but wow, has time really gone by. Now, I'm not going to sing that Jim Croce song, Time in a Bottle, but I would like to quote one of the verses from it. It says, if I could save time in a bottle, the first thing I'd like to do is to save every day till an eternity passes away just to spend them with you. Nice song, uh, nice lyric. Only problem is a little glitch in his thinking because eternal things never pass away. Jesus said, I've come to give you life and that life more abundantly. And of course, what he gave us was eternal life, everlasting life. Life that never ends. And it doesn't start someday. It began the day that you received Christ as your personal Savior. He imparted to you eternal life. Amen? Eternal life. And so when you think about it for just a moment and you take up Croce's metaphor, time in a bottle... Do you not realize that you are a vessel? You're a vessel of God. God dwells in you. Therefore, all eternity dwells in you. You have time in your bottle, time in your vessel. And though the vessel will disappear, time will not disappear because you have eternal life. And it's already begun. However, while we're in this physical body, while we're in this bottle, we have a responsibilities to understand the priorities of your life, the priorities of your time. And I think about Matthew 6, chapter 6, verse 25 through 34. Let me read it to you. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? 
And which of you being anxious can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and our Heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Now, I'm almost certain you've likely heard these words before and the admonition to not worry. But have you ever thought about these words in relation to thinking of our own managing of time, our own time in the bottle? I'm not sure that we have. See, the important point that Jesus wasn't always looking ahead anxiously, making the present moment count only because of what might come next. Rather, it seems that the Lord had the skill of, well, giving attention totally to the present task and celebrating the goodness of God here and now. And he wanted his followers to do the same. And as the New Testament points out, when Jesus urged them to make God their priority, it's important to realize which God he's talking about. He's not talking about a God who is distant from the world, who doesn't care about beauty and life and food and clothes. He's talking about the Creator Himself who has filled the world with wonder, wonderful and beautiful and mysterious things. Things full of beauty, things full of energy, things full of excitement. And He wants His human creatures, above all, to trust Him and love Him and receive their own personal beauty and energy and excitement from Him. So when Jesus tells us not to worry about what to eat or wear, and I paraphrase, how to get everything done and what might happen if we don't, Jesus doesn't mean these things don't matter. Rather, His point was priorities. Put the world first, and what do you get? It's moth-eaten stuff in your hands. Put God first and you get the world thrown in. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. And that's what makes this gospel story such a good one to hear again and again because the reality is that there will always be more things vying for our time and attention than we have time to do. There will always be more we can add to our to-do list, more activities we can sign up for, more hours 
that we could take on the job or thing, spending our time at our hobby or computer or TV. All these things will take our time away from us. We will spill out of our bottle time to things that are of less priority. And we'll be willing to give it. And granted, even when we try to put the big, put things first in our life, our best laid plans, there are all these times that something happens that upsets our apple cart and upend those plans. But in contrast, and here's what I want us to think about, if we aren't mindful of keeping God at the center of our life, when we don't take a moment to pray for wisdom, to ask God for wisdom, help us to schedule out our week or our month, if we try to do it our, all ourselves, all by ourselves, well, it's like things get all messed up. And chances are, if we're not being intentional, we'll probably feel like rather than having life and living it, life would just be happening to us instead. That's why it's important to present ourselves a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is the beginning of our spiritual worship. And that's what Matthew 6 is reminding us. It reminds us our God is one who delights in us. He's the one who gives out of gladness, who is the creator of all that is good and right and beautiful in the world. And since you and I, since we are created in this, in this God's image, it means that we too are at our best when we are giving and sharing and serving and walking and trusting in this relationship we have with God. And as Jesus wants to remember, when time doing these things is what you're about, it will always be time well spent. Someone has said life is a coin. You can spend it any way you want to, but you only spend it once. And the truth is we all have the same amount of time. Whether we are penniless or whether we are the richest person on earth, whether we're old or young, married or single, we all have the same amount of time, 24 hours in a day. This reminds me that if we look unto Jesus, we have an eternity to enjoy our victories, but only one life in which to win them. In our Solomon text, Solomon saw something above man. He saw God who was in control of time and who balanced life to experiences. Then he saw something within man that linked him to God and eternity in his heart. Solomon also saw something ahead of man, the certainty of the end of time on this earth. And then he saw something around man, the problems of the burdens of life. Let me tell you something, friend. How is your time in the bottle being poured out in the earth? Is it bringing forth life? Are you giving 
water to things and making them live? Are you bringing joy and generosity and care and concern, compassion and empathy? Don't just pour it out on yourself. Don't just worry about the things that you need for he's promised to provide all your needs according to his riches and glory. No, you need to take up this truth to this time in the bottle that you have, that you hold on to. Pour it out well. Serve it up well. Give it away well. If you give a cup of water in his name, you do it as unto him. If you give your time in his name, you've done it unto the Lord. So keep doing that. Keep serving the Lord with all your heart and all your soul. There is a season for everything. Turn, turn, turn. And a time to every purpose under heaven. God bless you. I'll talk to you real soon. This is your old friend, Brother Johnny, saying have a wonderful day. Amen. Thank you.